Hello, and welcome to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host, Madison Zerdyke. I'm a mindset and energy coach here to help you feel your freaking best and manifest a life full of magic, miracles, and abundance. I know that whatever led you here did not happen by coincidence. So I am so excited and grateful to have you here. So let's let the magic begin. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm so, so, so excited for this episode and all the episodes this month because for all of January, I am making it Sacred Sexuality Month on the podcast. So all of this got prompted when I took one of Kim and Nami's courses earlier this year, and it completely changed my life and opened me up to so much healing in terms of my sexual trauma, which I shared about a few episodes back, it kind of really opened the doorway for me to finally tell my parents about the sexual trauma experience as a child, to share my story, and to begin helping others through healing really, really deep trauma that is often taboo and really not talked about and oftentimes brushed under the rug. So I started lifting lifting that rug up through Kim's work and dusting out all of the things underneath it. And so that was, you know, one of the really big things that I began healing. And as I did that, it just really opened up so much for me in terms of my sex life with Trevor and just being able to receive and experience so much deeper pleasure and so much deeper connection with Trevor. And it was just so amazing. So I've been on this journey of healing. Trevor and I recently hired a couples coach that we're going to be continuing going deeper on this journey and really using sex as a gateway to heal, to transform, using our relationship as a portal to heal, to transform, to grow, to make our relationship and the pleasure that we get to create and experience together the best it could possibly be. So that's been really, really amazing. So this is like a big piece of the growth that I've been on in 2021. And I wanted to give you the chance to dive deeper into this work because it's changed my life so much. So we have some amazing, amazing guests um, coming on this month, this week. We have my friend Jess. She actually did one of Kim and Ami's courses before the round before I did it. So we talk about that in the episodes. Um, and this is just such a juicy, fun episode. She like lives for making all the little moments and all the big moments in her life, like the most pleasurable and just really creating a life that turns you on and lights you up. So this week's going to be amazing. We have Kim Anami herself coming on the podcast, and she is really an expert in sacred sexuality. And she's her work is absolutely incredible. We have Dr. Sheila Campbell coming on. She is a Chinese medicine expert and she does a special sexual trauma healing treatment that involves acupuncture. And it was such an amazing conversation. We have Jessica Scott coming on who also does a lot of work in this area of relationships and feminine energy. And oh my gosh, this month is going to be so good. I'm going to be sharing more about my own journey and everything that's come up, everything I've been through, how it's shifted things 
for me, for Trevor and translated even into my business, it has just been like a full comprehensive, like up level in this area. So I'm really, really excited. And because I loved Kim's course so much, I asked her to become an affiliate and she said, yes. So she has another course opening up in February that I'm an affiliate for because her work changed my life so much. So I wanted to give you that opportunity. If you feel in alignment with checking that out, you can go into the show notes, click the link, check it out, see if it feels in alignment for you. And we also have all these amazing guests this month on the podcast. So if you feel aligned with checking out their work as well, go for it. I just wanted to give you as many options as possible to start opening yourself up deeper in this area, going deeper in this area and allowing yourself to reap the life-changing benefits. It sounds so funny to say it that way, but I really mean it. it's like reap the life-changing benefits that I experienced through beginning this journey. And I feel like I've gone so deep and yet at the same time, I've really just scratched the surface. So there's just so much to uncover and heal and open magic to open up to through this journey that is just, yeah, so exciting. So that's all about this month on the podcast. And then a couple other quick updates. And by the way, if you, if I sound like I'm like breathing and you hear noises, bear with me. I'm on a walk. I felt inspired to record this intro while I'm on a walk in the sunshine by the water in Florida with my family for the holidays because who wants to sit down at a computer in a dark room when you could be outside in the sunshine on the water? Like, am I right? So yeah, amazing. I'm like so, so grateful that I've created a life and a business that allows me to just live my best life and then my business gets to be an extension of that. But anyways, that is a tangent. So <laughs> also coming up in January is first my free eight-day meditation challenge that's starting January 6th. It's going to be so good. You're going to get a meditation every day delivered straight to your email. And you're going to be able to do it on your own time, on demand, whenever during the day works for you. I'm going to be doing it with you. And we're also going to have a group boxer chat for everyone doing the challenge to like share our breakthroughs, share our wins, share the crazy weird things that come through in our meditations, share the magic that comes through, share how we're feeling and just get that like accountability and support and hype basically of doing this with an, a group of women who are also committed to these eight days of meditation. So it's going to be so good. You're going to be feeling amazing, really, really opening the doorway to hearing your intuition more. And I'm just so excited for all the magic, miracles, and abundance that's going to come through for everyone in this challenge. So if you want to sign up for that, go to magneticallyyou.com slash eight day meditation. You can also go in the show notes and there'll be a link there. And then the last update, I'm like, this is the longest, most update happy intro I've ever done. But I'm so excited about all the things and I hope you are too. So I wanted to make sure you know about all the juicy, amazing stuff coming up in January because we're starting 2022 hot and feeling good and on fire and really, really connected to our intuition, our body and our natural essence. So the second thing is January 25th through the 27th, I'm going to be hosting a two to three day masterclass called Energy Ecstasy. It is going to be like, oh, just so, so good. I'm also seeing a hummingbird as I say this. I feel like that's like my little sign 
Um, but this is exactly where I'm meant to be, exactly what I'm meant to be saying right now. I'm not going to say much more about it yet. I'll be sharing more on my Instagram. So make sure you're following me at madison.arnholt and you can keep up to date with more information on that. But it's just going to be such a fun, feel good, super, 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 super expansive masterclass, really focused on the energetics and feeling your fucking best. And through that, through embodying that natural essence within you, magnetizing so much magic into your life. So the link for that one isn't ready as I'm recording this, but it, the sign up link, it will probably be ready soon. So check the show notes and or go to magneticallyyou.com slash energy ecstasy because by the time you're hearing this, I probably will have it ready. If not, again, follow me on Instagram. You'll see me sharing about it there. Okay. <laughs> so that is all. Quick summary. First thing, January Sacred Sexuality Month. It's going to be a whole fucking vibe. If you want to go deeper, check out Kim's course. I would highly recommend it. The link is in the show notes. You can dive into her free video series. And then the course opens up February 12th, I believe. And you can use um, the link in the show notes. Is going to have all the information about the course. And up until the course opens, you'll be able to grab the free video series to kind of like feel into if it's right for you and also learn a fuck ton from her free video series because they're so good. Second thing, the eight day meditation challenge starting January 6th, sign up link is in the show notes and then January 25th through the 27th energy ecstasy masterclass. So <laughs> here we go into today's episode. I hope you enjoy and please reach out to me on Instagram, letting me know if you're excited for this month of sacred sexuality episodes and what you would like to hear from me in terms of my journey, in terms of my relationship, in terms of healing from sexual abuse, in terms of Kim's course and how that can look. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, anything you want me to cover on the podcast. I'm here for it all. And yeah, I hope you are, if you're listening to this right around the new year, when it comes out, happy new year. I hope you have the most fucking magical year ever and enjoy this episode and this month of amazing, amazing podcasts. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. I am so excited to have Jessica LaRue here today. She is a life coach and she's just a bad bitch. And I met her through my coach, Jen, and she has worked with Jen and I started following her and reading her content and was just blown the fuck away by how authentic she is, how in her power she is and how she's just truly living her best life in the most authentic way to her and helping other people do the same. So I was like, I've got to have her on the podcast. So here we are. So welcome, Jess. Thank you for having me. So happy Love to be you. here. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, okay, I have actually have a question to start. So where did the name Heck Yes Coach Jess come from? Because that's that's her Instagram name, if you're wondering. Yeah, my handle is Heck Yes Coach Jess. Um, I'm trying to remember where... I think I was literally just like brainstorming, brainstorming names. And 
it sort of popped up. I was writing like these lots of different things and I was, I was trying to like encompass also what, what do I want to represent? Mm. And like, initially I would have loved to have like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I'm, I'm all about like, like living, like you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like living a full life that you just like love so much but then I was like okay well my name is Jess so fuck yeah coach Jess doesn't really work so I was like oh heck yes that works heck yes coach Jess and then (laughs) in Swedish because I live in Sweden when you pronounce my name like when they say my name in Swedish it's yes like the j is like a y so I was like heck yes coach Jess it's like yeah. Oh my God. It, it just, <laughs> it I love kind of... it. I was so curious because it's a really, yeah, fun, unique name. But anyways, okay. So tell us a little bit about, yeah, what you do and kind of how, like what your, what journey led you to becoming a coach? That's a great question. Obviously. Well, I think what brings most of us coaches to this work is like, we probably at one point in our lives felt like total shit and really really were like miserable or even like depressed and I for me it was I had been in a six-year relationship that was like very dysfunctional and I completely felt like I lost who I was and then when I decided to walk away from that I was just like how the hell did I let that happen? And then like, I just got super interested in self-development and that kind of stuff. And then one of my best friends, actually, she recommended the Life Coach School podcast to me. And I started binging that. And I was like, my God, what is this? This is amazing. And then (laughs) she had Brooke Castillo, who is the founder of the Life Coach School and has the podcast. She, um, she had an episode that was specifically for like, this is how you know if you should be a life coach. Mm. And it was like a list of things and I was just ticking them off one by one. I'm like, I have to fucking do this. <laughs> so then I, I decided like literally after that podcast episode to uh, become certified through the life coach school. And um, it has been quite the journey and in the best way, like, I can't imagine not doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, same. I'm like, I don't know how I, like, especially when I had a corporate job, like I, the day I left, I was like, I will never (laughs) work for someone else again. Like, it's just not me and not my life path. And yeah, it's like when you have like, I don't know, like entrepreneurship in your soul and like coaching in your soul. It's like, you can't, you can't not, at least that's how it feels for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I was honestly, I was fucking terrified, like taking the leap into doing Mm. this full time as an entrepreneur, because I've been like, I've had a corporate job or like, I've been an employee my whole fucking life. (laughs) I'm 37 now. And this is like, the time where I'm jumping in as an entrepreneur and just like putting all my eggs, eggs in my basket and like in me. 
Ooh, I love that. <laughs> oh my God. So good. What, what do you think it was that allowed you to do that? Be like, yeah, like fuck it. I'm putting all my eggs in my own basket. And like, you know, what, you know, what was funny is like at the beginning of this year, I had set two goals for this 2021 year. It's like one to quit my corporate job. And the second one was to like double my income for the year. And literally a month in to 2021, so at the end of January, my boss had a meeting with me and said, basically, your role is no longer needed, but we still want to have you in the company. We're offering you this role instead. And I was like in shock, but in, in the best way ever, because I was like, universe <laughs> is this it because <laughs> like when she, like she was in this meeting with me and telling me this quote-unquote bad news and mm-hmm. I could not stop grinning like from ear <laughs> to ear I was like are you kidding me right now like you're giving me an out like without me having to you know quit yeah on my own like and because I don't want this other role that you're offering me, I'm getting a five month severance package. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I, it was literally like handed to me on a silver platter. And that wow. doesn't always happen to people, but it was, I, it just everything felt like it was in such alignment. And it felt like the universe was like, you're ready for this. You can, you can do this. And it was ultimately what I desired. It was the goal that I had made for myself for this year. And I was not at all attached to how it was supposed to happen. So one month in, it fucking happened. And I was like, I was a bit freaked out too. Cause I'm like, oh, it's like January still, <laughs> you know? Was that this year? Yeah, this year. Okay. That was, that's so interesting. Cause that's the same timing that I quit my corporate job. My last, Ooh. I put in my notice at the end of January, my last day was February 5th. And like you, it kind of like happened on like a yeah, silver platter situation, but also not like I ended up getting moved into a different role that turned out where I ended up working with a boss who was like very not, not kind. We'll leave it at that. Mm. And it was my, the catalyst I needed to like, honestly, like get my shit together in my bullet, in my, I don't even know what I'm saying, in my business. And then I was just like having a conversation with her and she was insulting the core of who I am so deeply. And in that moment, I was just like, I'm literally not available for this. And I told her to her face right then. I'm like, sorry, I have to interrupt you. Like I'm actually putting in my two weeks notice right now. And it's just like, I just wasn't available to go on any longer, but it sounds like we both kind of had experience where it was like, just so clearly like, this is the time, this is the moment, this is the now. So for someone who hasn't had that moment yet, like, do you think it's a moment that always comes for everyone or do how do you think like for someone in that situation they would know when when it's right for them well okay I left a bit of a part out in this whole story too (laughs) literally the day before my boss like booked this meeting to have with me to tell me the news I 
had a session with my coach and it just became so apparent to me what my purpose was mm. like that I'm I'm an expert at living my life to the fullest having so much fun and loving everything that I do even if it's like doing dishes or laundry like I put everything into it and I enjoy it to wow. the max and like it was like an epiphany that happened on that day and like I had tears in my eyes I took a selfie because I didn't want to forget that moment and then literally the next day yeah. I was like <laughs> told that you can take this or you can have this severance package <laughs> it's like wow oh my that, gosh please. that's so incredible okay that actually I would like to feel happier while I'm doing the dishes <laughs> so can, can you tell us like yeah like how how do we develop that where it's like it doesn't matter like what you're in you're in it and you're choosing to like love and appreciate and receive all there is from that experience yeah so there's there's always two sides to everything, right? You can look at the pile of dishes and be like, fuck, I don't want to do that. Or you can think of like, I just had the most amazing meal mm. ever. And I'm so grateful that like, I, I used to be a chef. So I'm so grateful for my cooking skills. And the fact that I just ate an amazing meal. And I love having clean dishes or a clean kitchen, right? So, and then usually I always put on music and like fucking grind, (laughs) like dance as, as I'm doing the dishes. Same thing with laundry. I'll put on like a podcast in my ear pods and just like, you know, enjoy it. I love having clean clothes that smell really good. (laughs) You know, like I focus on the result or like what it gives rather than like the task at hand. Yeah. Like what you can receive from it and also intentionally like turning it into a practice that you can enjoy with like music or other, other things like that. So good. Okay. I've actually seen your elaborate, beautiful breakfast on Instagram. So it makes sense now to know that you were a chef, but I think that there's, you know, it's like, Ooh, breakfast, like, you know, how, how like silly, but actually it's not because I think you're so intentional about it. And I can see that like, it's not about like breakfast or even like a a pretty like photo for you. It's like literally like such an intentional practice in like creating love for your life and pleasure for yourself and like honestly yeah putting more eggs in your own basket also I love how the egg analogy is related (laughs) to breakfast but yeah like what what is it about you that like I don't know like what would you say about that practice because I think there's something so special to that about leaning into the like pleasures of of life and and its experiences yeah so one of the things I love to say I think it even sets it on my Instagram account is like I think I called myself the the turned on coach and I mean that in like all aspects not just sexually but it's like finding the simple pleasures of life and the way you do that is to be present what the fuck are you eating in the morning are you waking up half an hour before you have to leave to go to work and just like stressing yourself out Or are you creating a sanctuary, like a a space for you to fuel yourself? I'm a very visual 
person and I love beautiful things. And so for me with my food, especially breakfast, breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. I eat with my eyes first and we all do, but we might not actually think of using all our sensations in the things that we do. For me, it's, it's not just about what I'm getting in my body as fuel, what I need for the day. It's like, how can I make it so pleasurable and just delicious? Oh my God. I love that. It's so good. I think, yeah, it's just like, you're, you're so clearly like the embodiment of that, of like living a life that turns you the fuck on. What else do you do in your life that turns you the fuck on? Like your amazing breakfast. (laughs) I just like, honestly, I take care of myself. I put myself first, no matter what. I do what I want to do. And if it's to help a friend or if it's like, I don't know, to, to be on my own or to go on a date. Like I literally, I put intention in every single thing that I do. And I actually didn't really think about this until now, like when we're actually talking about it. But when I, when I look back at the shit that I do, it's like, I'm very intentional in all areas. And I'm even intentional if I choose to scroll on social media or play a game in my phone. (laughs) Like, it's like, I'm very in it and aware of what I'm doing. It's not like I'm quote unquote wasting time. I'm like, enjoying it doing it because I want to Hmm. so like I I journal every morning for instance and I started tapping with gala darling oh my god so good yeah I love it and yeah I just I go to the gym three times a week and it's literally everything I do is for me Hmm. and that that creates a life of abundance and pleasure and I'm just like turned on by everything that I do oh my god so good for me yes I feel like you just granted everyone listening so much permission to like do like how you said like everything I do is for me like how how did you become the person that's like yeah, able to lean into that. Cause I think there's just so much fear and conditioning about like, oh my God, like what if I hurt someone's feelings? Or like, is that, is that selfish? And like, gotta give to all these other people and like people pleasing. And you're just so unapologetically willing to put yourself first. Like, how did you like, I guess, like step into that? Yeah. Cause I mean, like, I think we all have people pleasing tendencies and what changed it for me was that I just started noticing how I felt when I was doing things and like most of the time like you could you could be invited to a dinner and you really don't feel like going but you go anyway because you've been invited and it's the polite thing to do and all that but then like I just went deeper into like okay why don't I want to go and is it actually fun for the hosts to receive a guest that doesn't want to be there so good. So it's like, I've, I'm just being honest with myself. And like, if I don't, if it doesn't feel good for me, then it's not going to be good for the other person. Yeah. Either. I 100% agree. It's like, what's, 
like it's just a willingness to trust that what's in our highest alignment is also for the highest good and like what if that gets to be true for every single one of us and what if we all lived that way like what the fuck would that open up in the world and like the people who actually give a shit about you and care about you if you're honest with them and be like you know what I just like I don't feel like coming right now like today can we rain check or like just I I'm not interested in doing this thing mm-hmm. like I'm sorry if you're open and honest about it and the people who really care about you they will understand they would be mm. like okay that's totally fine don't worry <laughs> they'll honestly love you even more for that this like brings yeah. up so at my bachelorette party this weekend my friends were really sweet and like went around the table and said their favorite things about me and one of my friends said that like said that I have such a strong sense of self and I'm not willing to bend that for anything or anyone and like I think most people might you know a lot of people would like be like ah like like taken aback by that but like that's she thought that was literally the best thing about me and she was able to Mm. see that and honor that and love that in me and then it's like also great for me right because it's like I'm living in alignment with my truth and then also like giving even her permission to live in that way for herself she's like I literally learned so much living with you because I was saying yes to everyone and everything that I didn't actually want to fucking do and you're you were over here like I don't fucking do anything I don't want to do and it's like we don't have to like yes. we make the own fucking rules in our own life. And yeah, it's a sad life when you think you're at the mercy of other people's rules and expectations of you. Yeah. And it's the, the crazy thing is like society calls it being selfish, yeah. you know, like, but it makes no sense. Like we each have our own lives right? Like we're the star, we're the main character in our lives. Mm -hmm. So why the fuck wouldn't our life be about us and what we want to (laughs) do? Like it's supposed to be selfish. And like, I think, I think selfish has gotten the negative like connotation to it, but it's not negative. The more you take care of yourself, the better you'll be able to help and take care of others. That's just yeah. like how it works. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So, so true. So I was, I was um, reading your website before we got on here, just like thinking of the things I wanted to talk to you about. And I saw like something you said that like before you were really living as like a victim to your circumstances and you know, now you're the kind of person who's creating your life, creating how you're thinking and creating how you're feeling. Like, how did you begin to make that shift from feeling like you know and you know you can actually tell me how it feels but I would imagine it's like my experience of being a victim to my circumstances like all this like everything's like happening to me and like oh it all sucks like here I am just have to ride out this miserable shit so yeah I would love to hear yeah your thoughts on that yeah so I can give some examples of what it was like being in that victim mindset like it was when I was in that six-year relationship literally every single thing he did I made it mean he didn't love me Hmm. like I made everything about me now that's fucking selfish right but it's (sighs) like I put all of my like emotions every way that I felt was because of something he did or didn't do I did not take any ownership for 
anything that I felt. And that I was like a complete victim to that. And it, it wasn't only in the relationship, it was at work too. When other people got promotions and I didn't, I was like, you stole my opportunity kind of thing. Instead of like seeing, okay, what am I not doing? You know, like totally always putting the blame on others instead of being responsible for my own thing. And when I, I was like so fucking miserable and depressed and it was like, this isn't me. I don't Mm. recognize myself. I don't know who this is. And so it took leaving that relationship. And then after that, it's, it's been like, it's an ongoing process. It's a never ending process, I would say. But step by step, I started reading books. I started going to like self-development courses, those kind of things. And I remember the thing I think that like changed my life completely or when I realized this whole victim thing was when one of the lecturers in this course I took about like creating your dream life basically she said you don't have to believe all of your thoughts like Mm. all the thoughts that you have in your brain are not true and I was like what (laughs) I was literally like mind explosion like gobstruck just like what do you mean (laughs) and then she was giving examples of like I think she what she she used her own life example was every time she'd hear an ambulance like go by on the street she would freak out and feel so bad because she was like no somebody is dying or someone's Mm. hurt and it's like fuck it's so painful it was so painful for her every time she heard an ambulance And that was a thought she had. And then she realized she didn't actually have to believe that thought. She could choose a different thought that was empowering. And now every time she sees it, she hears an ambulance. It's like, oh, thank goodness. They are going to help someone. They are going to rescue somebody. And that like completely changed her life. And that was like such a tangible example for me to see like, holy shit. I have, I had such victim mentality around money, for instance, Mm. like such a scarce money mindset as well. And it was just like, there's never enough. I, I'm never going to make, like, it never even occurred to me that I could make a million dollars at that point. That was like, not on my radar whatsoever. Now I'm like, I'm going to be a millionaire, (laughs) you know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Wow. That's so powerful. And yeah, it's like the, it's like, I I think it's Brooke Castillo who said this before. It's like thoughts are just sentences in your brain, right? Like when we, it's when we identify so closely with them as truth and as who we are that we feel like shit. And we, when we, when you feel like shit, it's because you're something and some thought loop is telling a lie. Like the feeling you get from the thought is literally telling you like that's some fucking bullshit (laughs) like it's your body being like that's bullshit right like and it's I think a practice of developing an awareness and then being open and willing to shift like what is it for you like when you do notice 
your your brain coming up with I think you've called them those asshole thoughts yeah honestly I I don't think I I even have that many anymore of course when they come up I question them right away I'm like okay what are you here to teach me or to tell me there's clearly something here that I still don't quite believe is possible for me but I I don't make it mean anything about me anymore the same way like when other people do shit it means nothing about me whatsoever when I'm triggered by someone it's like that that's a reflection on me like where why am I triggered and my biggest like thing that I want to achieve in my lifetime is to be able to love everybody unconditionally like literally without condition and the people that trigger me the most are the closest to me like my mother for instance (laughs) and every time I get triggered it's a chance for me to step into loving her unconditionally Ooh, like an invitation or portal into into that wow yeah because her thoughts are hers and they actually have nothing to do with me even Mm -hmm. though they could be about me in her mind they don't mean anything about me yeah so that is like the biggest shift for me has been first of all becoming aware that I did not have to believe all the shit all the 70,000 thoughts we have a day in our brain (laughs) (laughs) and and then like questioning just fucking questioning every single one yes and like seeing seeing them for the lies yeah are and then yeah it's like how do you like connect then with the like your truth so like I know you you're like amazing at this because you're an inner voice facilitator too Mm -hmm. aren't you yeah yeah yeah. so you're like an expert at tapping into your inner voice (laughs) and I, I use my body. I think I listen to how it feels inside my body. If I feel any kind of stress or anxiety or like a pit in my stomach, if anything is uncomfortable, that's where I start. And then I look at like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Mm. And then usually I'll find out by asking that question and then I'm like is it true is this actually true or is it just a thought and then my inner voice or like my inner wisdom is always like no it's not you know better like (laughs) you know and actually I read this book recently I don't know if you've read it it's called busting loose from the money game I haven't it has like blown my mind because he's, he's super woo. Like he's saying that like literally everything in his, is an illusion. Nothing is real. Money isn't real. <laughs> like you're not real. I'm not real. Like this is all created by consciousness Yes. in the 3d like world. So I'm like, well, if nothing is real, then why won't, why don't I want to create all the fun things in the world? Like problems aren't real. So then I don't have any fucking problems. (laughs) You know, like this book has like blown my mind in a way where I'm just like, 
nothing's fucking real. Nothing matters in like the best ways. It's like, nothing like yeah, matters. nothing's that serious. Yeah. Nothing matters. So everything matters. And yes, I've heard yes. that quote before and I've been like, what does, what do you mean? I don't understand. But now I get it. Like in inside of me, it's like, if everything is an illusion and my reality is 100% created by me, then why not only do what lights me the fuck up that turns me on and it's like as soon as a problem arises it's a it's an opportunity to go towards it and like poof make it disappear because it doesn't exist anyway it's not real (laughs) (laughs) that makes me think of this book i read called dissolve the problem by richard dots and it's basically that same idea it's like problems are literally not real except in your mind and if you like decide it's not a problem it disappears and like it's yeah it's like really wild when you like think about like how we literally have the power to dissolve a problem in an instant by choosing to decide it's not a problem yeah it's so insane oh so insane (laughs) okay I also wanted to ask you I know you took Kim Anami's well-fucked woman course and I just finished that as well and it was so damn good and like life-changing for me and I know we've talked about it and that you had like some amazing experiences with it and I think yeah like sex and sexual energy and our sexual expression is definitely something that's like so like dimmed in our society and so taboo and like even I'm even like a little bit uncomfortable like wanting to like have this conversation on the podcast but I'm just at the point where it's just like fuck it I'm here we go right like I'm gonna go with go with the discomfort but I would love to hear yeah what that like journey was like for for you and anything you want to share from that okay I'm gonna be really honest and open with you here okay I'm ready (laughs) I'm ready your podcast listeners are in for a treat (laughs) I'm excited so I think the thing that has transformed me the most from that course was like becoming open to everything. Mm. And what I mean by that is like being willing to try all the things sexually, anal in specific, like more specifics. One of my really, really good friends is like a big advocate for it. And she has been for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. And I was terrified as fuck. Like, I was like, no way is anything going up my butt. (laughs) (laughs) I love that we're having this conversation, by the way, because it's just like, this shit needs to be talked about. And like, I feel like it's like for people who are interested or like have done or haven't done it, or maybe want to do it, or maybe want to become more open. It's like, it's so, it's so much easier when you hear people like talking about it and sharing openly and like there's actually nothing to feel fucking weird about. So anyways, keep going. Love yeah. It. Yeah. So like, I was terrified of it. You know, I think most people are just like the, the idea of it. And like your brain obviously has a million scary thoughts about <laughs> it. Like that's not meant for things going in. It's only meant for things going out. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, but like the way that, Kim and Nami talked about it in the course it was all it it was all about like trust and really surrendering to your partner and 
too like receiving Mm. in a way that is so vulnerable like there's there's a level of trust involved because obviously it's like a lot tighter and like there's a lot of nerve endings there a lot more and it's it's super super sensitive so it's like you really really have to trust and like just let go because if Mm. you're if you're a tight ass like if you're clenching (laughs) it's not it's not going to be that's where that saying comes from (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god yeah so it like for me that's what intrigued me when she explained it in that way I was like "Ooh, I want to feel that level of release and Mm. and like that and now like it's my favorite thing (laughs) ever I love it yeah and the whole like yeah it's like sex can be such like a spiritual practice and like such an opportunity for both people to like give and receive. And like, like you were saying earlier is like step into that unconditional love and, and openness. And like, I know for me, like I still have so much work to do on the openness front from, I, you know, just started sharing my story about how, how I was sexually abused when I was 11. And like, I put up so many like energetic, physical, emotional, mental, all the, all the walls. And I've been with my partner for seven years now, and I'm still shedding more of those layers and more of those walls. And it's like, it's really a practice, like you said, in be creating that like openness and that surrender and that trust. And it's like in that space, like yeah, we just get to receive so much. And like, it's so powerful to, it's just, it's like a, you learn how to allow in more pleasure. And when you can learn how to allow in more pleasure in sex, you can learn how to allow in more pleasure in all areas of your life. Like, yes, in your relationship. Yes. In the communication. Yes. In the sex. Yes. With money. Yes. With what, whatever the fuck else. Yes. With your breakfast, because you've become the person who is open and available to receive all the pleasure that's always available to us. Exactly. And, and I think another thing that shifted for me, like sexually was that I think like society as well tells women that we're like kind of an object for men. Right. And when I, I feel like I've been very, sexual my whole life but it felt like I was doing it for others again people pleasing Mm. right like not really having many orgasms during sex like it was about the guy finishing a lot more than me like receiving any sort of pleasure and I just realized how wrong that was and how I like our female anatomy is literally made for us to receive pleasure yes (laughs) and it's like I decided or I think through experimenting in this it it allowed me to feel safe in my body and to feel trust within myself and creating that safety within me meant as well that I was a lot more open to receiving but also not I'm not talking about sex right now but it's like no matter what happens externally 
like we put a lot of safety in in um like external things right yes. a job a like career a relationship a house and family and that like everything external but when you can create that safety within yourself it doesn't like literally you could have no nothing external working for you like shit is hitting the fan and then you're you're still like certain that you're going to be okay because the safety is within you and within your body and in your mind and in your heart you know so it's like I don't know where I was going with this but I love where it's going (laughs) (laughs) how do you cultivate yeah. yeah how do you cultivate that safety and groundedness within yourself and like I think you another thing I wrote down that you said that I really loved is any kind of pain or discomfort you may experience you may be experiencing is due to not accepting life as it is and I think Mm. it's uh, the same thing with like just talking about like we're waiting on everything outside of us to be a certain way before we can allow ourselves to feel how we want to feel and it's like when we can create that like safety and those feelings from within it's like we aren't reliant on things outside of us like happening in a particular way so how how did you how do you like think that we begin that process of letting go of attaching so much to what's happening outside of us and accepting what is and finding that safety and certainty and and groundedness like truly deeply within yeah like I think it's like when the rubber hits the road it's like when that shit actually happens that's when you really get to see where you're at Hmm and how safe you actually feel in your body and with yourself. How, how deep do you trust yourself? How much do you love yourself when shit hits the fan, when things don't go the way you expected them to? Mm. And then when that happens, you realize that like, there's no such thing as certainty and our brain loves to be certain. Our brain hates the unknown but when you are in it you realize that like there is no such thing as certainty the only thing that's certain is fucking death (laughs) we're all gonna die (laughs) but it's like how do you create that certainty within yourself because if you can create that safety and certainty within you regardless of anything happening externally, then you will always be okay. And I think for me, it occurred, it happened through like going through it, going through getting these things taken away from me, you know, like I'm currently in a place right now where I I don't have that severance package anymore. I have Mm -hmm. no, no income, no security in a, like in a recurring paycheck. I don't have any clients right now either. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, for a long time, I was afraid to admit that even because, Oh, what are people going to think of me? But now like that, that thought means that I was attached to a certain outcome. Mm, So good. And now, because I'm so certain within me that this is like totally temporary, it means nothing about me. I'm not attaching any kind of like, expectation to it or in what it means 
that like I don't give a shit. I'm I'm totally willing to talking to talk about all of the things now because <laughs> I know who I am and I know I am capable of making money. And I believe making money is so fucking fun too. Yes. So oh my god. It's no big so deal. Good. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's so much power and like sharing those things that we're afraid to say or that we think people yeah. are gonna think this about us or that about us. Like, oh my gosh, what would what would you say to someone listening who has a thing like that that they're holding back like from sharing because they're afraid of what people are gonna think? Like, what would you what would you say to them? I think first and foremost, you have to admit it to yourself. Like, it's one thing to be afraid to tell others, but like, own it, own it yourself first, Mm. because when you, when you own it yourself, then it's not as scary to talk about. And, and then maybe just choose one person that you would like to share this with. It doesn't have to be to the whole world or on social media or anything like that. You can literally just choose one person it could be someone close to you it could be even a a complete stranger because they don't actually know they're not actually involved in whatever happened or no matter what it is sometimes it's easier to speak to a stranger and I mean if someone is listening listening to this and feeling like they don't have someone to talk to or are afraid then like I think you both you and I are a safe space here absolutely yeah so reach out there's like absolutely we're we're here that's what we do to be received oh my gosh (laughs) yeah exactly yeah oh wow okay this has been so good and yeah you you really just are like such a living embodiment of what you teach and and like living in the authentic expression of who you are and unapologetically who you are and in your truth and in your life and I think yeah it's just like so so like amazing um so is there anything else before I have you share where everyone can find you and work with you and all the things is there anything else that's on your heart today to share that we didn't cover I think people need to realize that life is a fucking game and if you are losing if you're hitting game over (laughs) over and over again like it's time to pick a new game. One where you are winning all the fucking time. And there's no such thing as you have to win some to lose some or whatever. You have to lose some to win some. <laughs> I, don't even know how that I don't even know how to say those things either. But my point is like you're you are allowed to create a win-win world and life for yourself you don't have to sacrifice anything oh my god so I just like this is what I live for I want to be an example of doing that and I want to help people do that for themselves so yeah gosh this is so good thank (laughs) you so much so where can everyone find you and work with you yeah, so the easiest way is just to find me on Instagram at heck yes coach Jess and then just DM me there. I work with clients one on one for six months. So amazing. Yeah. 
Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. If this episode spoke to you, please screenshot it and tag us both on Instagram. We would love to hear from you and yeah, probably reshare. And I'm, I'm not, don't want to speak for you, Jess, but I'm like, I'll, I'll reshare. And I'm sure you probably Absolutely. Um, but anyways, thank you everyone for listening and I will see you on the next episode. And thank you, Jess, so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Magnetically You podcast. If this episode served you, I ask that you share it with someone who it could make a difference for or share it on social media and tag me at Magnetically You. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the magic and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for being here and I will see you in the next episode.